1: What's going on everyone? Welcome to another edition of Full Press Blackhawks. I missed you guys. We were postponed too with our episode because the Blackhawks was postponed with their game in Buffalo, but they did play and we're going to recap that game and more. We're also going to talk about Petter Masrick. Could he be next in line for an extension? I think he should be a trade topic. We're going to get into that and more. And we're also going to preview their upcoming matchup against the new York Islanders. But let's first get into the nit and gritty of this postponed game that finally I think the Blackhawks wish that was postponed because they didn't have anything in this one. They lose this game three to nothing overall. Just a bad performance for this team. We're going to break down it. Let's first start off. Nothing really happened in the first period. Second period, goal scored right away for Buffalo. And then to make matters worse in that one, then in the third period, they scored again. And then they gave up a power play goal in the third period. It put them up 3 nothing, And that was pretty much the game overall. Now, looking at this one, we're going to look at stats overall in this one. And we're going to break everything down. The first thing you got to look at is the shots on goal. 31 shots on goal for Buffalo, only 19 for the Blackhawks. We won a face percentage, 56.4, while the Buffalo Savers had 43.6. We had four chances at the power plays, zero. They had seven, yes, I repeat, seven power play chances scored on one of them. Fourteen percent penalty minutes, fifteen for the Blackhawks, ten for the Buffalo Sabers, twenty-five hits for the Blackhawks, fourteen for the Sabers, nineteen blocks for the Blackhawks, thirteen for the Sabers. Save percentage, of course, for Buffalo is one hundred percent. For the Blackhawks is point nine zero three. Looking at this game, there was a lot of minuses in this game. No pluses that I saw really on the ice in the plus minus category. I mean, it was just bad overall. One of those sad performances. Out of all shots on goal, the one who had the highest to me was Colin Blackwell. I think he had three overall. Jason Dickerson just got that contract extension, had two shots on goal. And then he just had one apiece from everybody pretty much throughout the game. Taylor Radish had two shots on goal. Oh, I forget about Seth Jones. You know, he had five. He did have the most. I mean, somebody had to do something, but it was just pathetic overall that they only got 19 shots on goal in this game. They really had no energy overall, and it definitely showed in this one now the fact that they have 15 games so far on the road and they haven't won at all. You know, they went to overtime on one. They lost the other 14. The thing is, too, with it, like, they haven't won since November 9th, and that was against Tampa Bay. So that just shows you how bad that they've been. And they are becoming – we already know they're one of the worst scoring teams in the NHL, but the fact – in the 10-game span so far, they've only scored 12 goals. So it's definitely been struggling without the likes of Connor Badar. Which, by the way, Connor Badar has been doing his thing overall. But, like, I don't see him as a true goal scorer. Like, eventually he will get there. But he wasn't scoring nonstop. I mean, even with Connor Badar, we were still second to last in scoring. So that should be something in there. The fact that we gave up seven power play chances hurt us overall. That was a big thing. I mean, another thing was we had three chances in the power play in the second period, and we didn't get anything. We didn't capitalize off of it. I mean, the fact that you get four power play chances should be something that you got to like, and then you don't manage to get anything out of there really hurts overall. Another thing to step in there, you had, you know, Ryan Donato. He was hurt, so that factors into anything. You just hope that that's not a long-term thing. Connor Murphy Missed again. Second straight game, lower back. Now, Luke Richardson did speak on it. He said it's not a new injury. It's just something that's aggravating him. We just thought to miss a shorter period of time is going to be more beneficial than just trying to play through it and maybe create a bigger problem down the road. But overall, it was just bad. I mean, the goaltending gave up three goals, but we didn't really have no offense. I really can't say, man, it was bad goaltending. I mean, Soderbloom did his thing in the first period, I mean gave up one goal in the second and then the third you're just pretty much trying to play catch up and they you know didn't get really anything going and then one of the goals you gave up on the power play, so that just shows you giving up seven power play chances is gonna hurt overall so it it's just it's tough. The young guys on the defensive side, like Kevin Korshinsky, you know he probably missed on a like a two one opportunity that hurt them, and I think he knew he messed up on that, but even if he did would to get something on that, I mean maybe it would have changed the whole you know, dynamic of this game because that would have been the first period. But during that time, it was just bad. They just – Buffalo dominated the possessions from right when the puck dropped, and it showed right away. I mean, they had 17 scoring chances and, you know, only had you know – five of them came from high-dangered areas. So that's pretty good for the Sabres in that one. And they recorded, like, 33 shot attempts in the first period. Like, and 12 of them hit the net. It was – it's just – just a bad performance overall in the shows. I really want to talk about Soderbloom in this one. Like like I said, I thought he played pretty well, but it just sucks because, you know, he hasn't made a start in a while. It's been, it's been almost two weeks, pretty much. And because Petter Mazuric's been doing his thing, and we're going to get into him. But like I said, if you don't get no offense, nothing generated, it was just tough overall for this team. So it was a tough loss.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal.
1: for this Blackhawks team. Now, Petter Masaryk is probably next in line. Reports are coming out. I think it was Kevin Weeks reported it, was one of the first to report it, pretty much saying that the Hawks are looking at him maybe in a contract extension. Now, I talked about this in the last podcast. I thought he would be now next in line. He'll be the one that probably has some trade value. I'm big on the Blackhawks having continuity. I know you got a lot of young guys. Probably some of your best players are right now in the minors right now. But with that being said, I would just say that maybe you need, you know, a little bit. I know you're trying to mix in the veterans, just the continuity thing, maybe being from Chicago and dealing with certain things. I don't think that's a good look. And the reason why he's been playing great. And I know how many more young people do you really need to teach along the way? I get it. You want to mix in some veterans and you can get some veterans, but maybe he will be the one that you want to keep and then add in a young piece. I wouldn't mind that a young goaltender, but then you're not getting enough for Soda Bloom or something like that. That's fine. And then Connor Murphy is the one you probably want to trade and get rid of. I'm just thinking to myself, like, what is the continuity? What, what is the continuity of like losing? Because if this is going to be the thing that's going on, because look, right now you got Nick Felino. the core is coming in right now. You got Kevin Korshinsky, you got Connor Bedard, Jason Dickerson, you didn't resign Nick Felino. Not saying, I'm not criticizing none of those. Those are all the good moves, by the way. I'm not hating on that by any means. So you you got your young guys right there. You got to keep Seth So Now you got a veteran guy mixing in with those guys, which is fine. I think they need a little bit more of a high scoring type of player. Actually, I think they need two, but that's besides the point. Because other players are not panning out the way they should. Lucas Reichel, let's just be honest, has been a complete disappointment. And I would even say he don't even deserve to be on this team. Go down to Rockford or go somewhere else because it's not working. Unless he's going to snap into it in the second half, we'll see. And time will be determined on that. But if we're going to trade deadline, line, he's not even worth it. And he don't even have no value. I mean, who wants a player who has no promise on one of the worst teams in the NHL? Let's be honest. But with that being said, going back to Petr Mazurik, it's just I get the continuity. But I also would also see what his worth is. Now, his worth not nothing. You feel like you can get it for the cheap. I'm all for it. But let's not just blow money away and tie on these players to something that maybe we can get something bigger down the line because we obviously see that Conor Bedard is special I like Jason Dickerson you got Anton I see you already you know you got the journeymen who stepped up and you reward them and not saying they don't deserve it they do I would just say wait on that let's see their worth and their worth is more I would trade them that's just me But I do get it on the standpoint of maybe we'll keep him. We have a solid goaltender if we're building something special. And let's see which one of these young goaltenders can pan out and be that other one so they can go back and forth with those two. So I do understand that. Judy was boring. Hello. Then
2: Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com.
0: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's the life of the party.
0: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
2: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)
0: that's ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. BTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Now let's look at their upcoming game is against the New York Islanders. It's going to be a tough one in this one because – The Hawks can't score any points. That's number one. I mean, we're 31st right now, 2.3. We're dropping in that category. And then we're allowing 3.4, 29th in that category. But this team is also in the lower tiers right now. You got the New York Islanders right now. That is averaging around three goals a game. They're 22nd overall. They allowed 3.1, 21st overall. So that just shows you where they're at. Power play, they're 12th overall, 23.1, while we're second to last in that category. One thing that the Blackhawks could take advantage of is The Islanders are not one of the best teams when it comes to the penalty kill percentage. They're currently ranked 30th in that one, while we're ranked 27th. So that might help us out overall in that. Save percentage, though, they have a good goaltender right now. I mean, they're saving overall at... Six ranked in that .906 while we're 29th in that category. And then face-off percentages, I mean, we're dead last in that category. They're 12th overall as we're doing this podcast. One thing they got to do, they got to score early. They got to see if Jason Dickinson can get something going. Either Philip Kurashev, those are the people that I'm looking forward towards, they could probably get something going, and Colin Blackwell. Those three is going to have to really step up. I think Petter Mazurik might should play in this one, get some things going overall. If they can do that, you know, don't really give up too many power plays, take advantage of the power plays, score early, and don't take their foot off the gas pedal. This could be a game that they could sneak in, maybe win, and steal one. But these are the games that they could win. But I said that about the Buffalo Sabres, and then they get blown out. So this could be a game and go either way. It could be competitive where they win, or they lose embarrassingly where you're just disappointed. So it can go either way. It's going to be very interesting overall. But we're going to break that game down and more on the next episode of Full Press Blackhawks. Anything that happens in between news, signings, updates on conor bedard anything we'll let you know right here on this episode break it down gives our takes and everything i want to thank you guys for tuning in i'll talk to you guys next time peace lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky
0: in line at the deli i guess ha! in my dentist's office